Attention. 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 Hello, kids. Hello, big people that used to be kids. Ugh. My name is Amos, and I'm a shepherd, a shepherd that God called to talk to the people of Israel to get their attention, to tell them a message that they didn't want to hear. And that's a burden to do that. My name actually means burden bearer. That's why I carry this burden around, because a lot of times God tries to get our attention, and we don't listen. And prophets talk and speak, and we don't listen to them. And today we're going to talk in our sermon and our, in our reading about some people just wouldn't turn their attention to God. They, uh, they were selfish, even to the point of wanting things more and more for themselves when other people didn't even have enough to live, to take care of themselves. Some other people were so religious. They did all the things they thought make, would make people happy, maybe even make God happy if they you know, checked little boxes and did the right things. And some people were just so stubborn that no matter what God did, even very hard things, they just never listened to him. Do you guys know, you kids, how did you get people's attention when you were a little baby? What did you do? McLean said cry, yeah. Yeah, most of that's what it was, if I recall. It's a lot of crying. Do you know why you did that? You cried because you were hungry and wanted some milk? You cried because you wanted someone to change your dirty diaper? You cried because you wanted somebody to hold and snuggle you. You cried because you were tired. That's how you communicated all the time, just by crying. And a lot of times it worked. You got people's attention. You know how God sometimes gets people's attention? Well, sometimes he uses really hard things. Sometimes he uses really, really tough things, painful things. Today, we're going to read about how God even takes away food sometimes to get attention. Doesn't let it rain so that the plants don't grow, so that they die or have a disease. And so even like sicknesses and wars happen, sometimes so God can get our attention. But we're going to see that the people of Israel that I was talking to never turned their attention to God. They never looked back at him and said, can you help with this? They never returned. The Bible says that the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. God wants to give discipline to us, and sometimes that's hard because he's trying to prepare for us a better future. You know, sometimes you guys don't do all the right stuff, do you, as kids? Yeah, I mean, crying's not bad. That's not a bad thing when you're a baby to cry. That was actually good that you did that. But right now, as you're getting a little bit older, you kind of know sometimes you don't do the right thing. You're hurtful to people, or you're selfish. You can be unkind to others and not listen to your parents. But they discipline you, right? What, what are some of the things that your parents do to discipline you guys? Just shout it out. Maybe not too loud, kids. <laughs> well, I remember when I was a little kid, a little prophet, and my dad and mom would discipline me. It was because I had done something that was bad, that was hurtful for people, or hurtful for myself. And they disciplined me, and it hurt. The discipline actually hurt. And that's what discipline is sometimes, it hurts. But they did it because they loved me, and it always ended with a hug. And I hope when your parents discipline you, they end it with a hug, to show that it's trying to bring you back to them, and not just to hurt you and send you away. That's not what discipline's for. Um, you know the best way that God ever tried to get our attention when we had done wrong? He sent Jesus, his only son. And what he did was came to this earth, and even though he never did anything 
that deserved any kind of punishment or discipline. When he was a kid like you, he obeyed his mom and dad the whole time. He was always kind and shared his toys with his buddies and his friends. He was able to trust in God all through his life, but at the very end of his life, his life was taken away by people who refused to listen to God. He gave his life for those of us who sometimes are very stubborn and never listen to him. That shows us his real heart, the way back to where he wants us to be with him. It shows us God for real. Let me give you one more example. You guys have probably like ridden your bikes or your scooters before, your tricycles, and like you're on the road or on your driveway and you like crashed. What happened? You cried. You cried, I bet you did. What happened to your body, wherever you fell? What happened to your hand or to your knee or to your head? Yeah, bleeding, you got a scrape, it was bleeding or a bang or something. Yeah, that's what happens. And think about this. That pain that you feel because of that scrape or that bleed or that bump, that's on purpose. That's trying to teach you and show you that you need to deal with something. So that's why you run, maybe crying, to your mom and dad and you show them. And what they have to do is kind of the hard part. Because all you want is a Band-Aid, right? That's not going to fix it. That Band-Aid is not going to fix it. They've got to take you probably to the bathroom, sit you down. They've got to do a little scraping with a rag maybe. They've got to get the dirt out. They've got to get the germs out. They've got to pour that bubbly stuff maybe on your, on your leg or your arm. But that's got to clean all the stuff out. And if they don't do that and they just put a Band-Aid on it, it won't fix you. It won't help you. It'll actually get worse. It'll get infected. You need that scrubbing and cleaning. And that's what Jesus did when he died. He's, he's going to be scrubbing and cleaning to make us clean the right way so that we can actually heal. So when we do put the Band-Aid on that makes you feel better, on the inside you're actually clean too. You're actually healed. So I really hope and pray today that you guys, as you grow and grow, that you'll understand your parents' discipline for you is because of love. And they're trying to do it because they want you to follow the Lord who can clean you and clean your heart.